Have you ever wanted to quit photography? We need to absolutely work in this together. Not see yourself as a hero, as a, I'm the guy, I'm the biggest artist in Montreal, more like creating that platform where we can all work together and get like better results and look at the bigger picture. It's no time to be fighting with each other or comparing with each other or trying to destroy other people or collectives because like bigger picture is like where we can all eat and live the life we deserve. I feel like through all this unity, we can build something very beautiful and change a lot of life, make some dreams come true. What does community mean to you, like the word itself? I was a very anxious, shy guy before. I started being more confident and connected with myself when I was maybe like 24. Yeah. How were you able to like go from the shy kid? What you're creating right here, bro, is like a very important platform because you're bringing a lot of value to people. Welcome to all the beautiful podcast listeners. My name is Sime, Sime Like Time. I'm a young creative entrepreneur who somehow manages to have conversations with everyone's favorite creatives. Therefore, I thought, why not record these conversations and turn it into a podcast? So just like me, you can listen to these conversations while working on your own creative projects. This conversation energy was just different. There was love all around. You can feel the energy when listening or watching. This conversation is with Aldo, who is a creative director, art director, and photographer of Nucleo. They just shot for League's Cup. Yes, that big tournament where Messi played. Aldo is the same guy who carried a rack of clothes in Metro from one suburb to another suburb. Why? Because of his passion. That itself is inspiring. Today we talk about his creative headspace, storytelling, power of unity, collaboration in creatives, and something that is dear to his heart, his culture, his love to elevate Latin culture through visual arts. If you prefer a visual experience, you can head over to YouTube and watch the conversation there. If you found beauty in this conversation, then as a new podcaster, wait, is that even a word? But it would truly mean a lot if you can drop a nice review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Please do, please. Now let's jump into this beautiful conversation with Aldo. Aldo Stefano, once again. I feel like I keep getting this name perfectly right. Yeah, actually you do. Do I pronounce it better than like Latin people? Than a lot of people from Starbucks do. Yeah. No, I feel like Latin people get it right, you know, and Italians too, but the rest of the world, no, not really. I wonder what's so hard about pronouncing that. I don't know, man. I just get like a lot of funny ways of pronouncing my name, I guess. I think it's my my fault, actually, because when they ask my name, I just go like Aldo, like straight, like I was pronouncing it in, in Spanish, you know, so they get confused a little. It's like that brand, the shoe brand, Shawfor. I shot, I didn't shoot for Aldo. I worked for Aldo when I was maybe like 22, but I did work for Lederberg and when it was owned by Aldo, actually. Do you think they hired you just because your name was Aldo? No, I don't think so. I think so because like I was like, there was not a lot of like hipster people in Brossard. So they saw that I was not white and I was Latin American, but I was also like a hipster kid, you know, who adapted pretty well to like the, like the city to Montreal, Brussels, whatever. Yeah. So they hired me, I guess, for that. I see, I see. Well, good to know. So, you know, you you said, hey, let's have a conversation about Nucleo. And it intrigued me because of just the way it's presented creatively. What is the purpose of Nucleo? We created Nucleo. It was because first we saw that there was a huge opportunity in the world because like there's a lot of things happening in the music industry. Uh, for example, like, 
Latin industry be making like very big numbers, like the biggest numbers for the last like three, four or five years, you know? And I feel like more people is investing too in the, into the, like the, the Latin industry too. So I feel like all the background I have in fashion or football uh, and my team too, I feel like there is a way to combine all that together and apply it into like the, the Latin industry because the people running the Latin industry in Montreal, for example, is the same people who've been running it for like 30 years, you know? And um, I don't think these people or this generation had the best values too. And we, I feel like our generation today in 2023, we're trying to clean all that mess from that old generation, you know? So we're trying to like elevate business and people's life with artistic tools it's very hard because they're like they have all the connections these people you know and now there's like a bunch of kids coming with a whole different direction with a universal language you know visually and they were trying to like clean that up it's a slow process because they have to trust you and they've been doing it for so long and it worked out because like latin industry is very like fun and drinks and all that but it's it's way more than just like drinks good food and beautiful woman you know so we're trying to communicate what like truly latin culture is and just elevate people's business and life in the in the industry how did you find that courage to be like you know what i'm gonna start this thing with my team and show people what latin values and concepts and creative values really are i think i think everything started when i had a conversation with my friend jose he's a graphic designer uh he works more into like corporate brands and stuff like that we were having wine and he told me that the biggest like marketing one of the biggest marketing companies in the world is a company that is based in miami and it's just focused in latin business literally when he said that I was like oh wow okay there's a great there's a big opportunity if i ever want to spend to like other countries I think it's just like creating a, a platform where like everybody feels safe and where like people understand that they're more than welcome to like work with us. I feel like we don't want to be the photographer, the videographer, the graphic designer. No, we want to build uh, a home for all these like visual artists or music artists who want to be part of it, who trust this vision who wants to elevate things. So I feel like through unity, we can achieve like a lot of things and clean all this mess. I feel like the goal is just to see like, to see every single like Latin business where I believe they deserve to be and to look like, because I feel like in Montreal, if you think about like the Filipino like community, bro, that community is insane. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I feel like they're so tied together. They have like beautiful values and they're communicating that. And, you know, everything they're doing, like, uh, around fashion, barbershops, like, it's all, like, so well-branded, you know, because they're giving opportunities to, like, the right people. They're giving their money to the right people, you know, in in their community, you know. So I feel like we can do the same with the Latin community, and it's a very, very big community, but we need to absolutely work in this together. Not see ourselves as a hero, as a, the face of the thing, I'm, a, I'm the guy, you know, I'm the biggest artist in Montreal, more like creating that platform where like we can all work together and get like better results and look at the bigger picture. Familia, as they call it. Yeah. What does Nucleo mean and where did that name come from? Start of everything. 
is like the main thing, the most important thing in in something. It's the heart of of everything. The it's, heart, it's of, the heart everything. of everything, or the reason why you're doing things to that's motivating you. I feel like it's a, it's the main reason why things are happening. Or yeah, pretty much the heart of things. I think. And we just um. Bro, we're just like brainstorming like names for this. I always suck at finding names. I think it's like one of the hardest things ever. And if there, if you can name me someone who's good at finding names, please like let me know who that is because man, I feel like everybody has a tough time with that, you know? But when it comes, it comes. So we're just like looking for names. And I was like, yeah, loose, which means like light and this and that. And then my friend, he, bro, he just, he just freaked out and we felt like he freaked out. We we're like, yo, what's going on? My partner, Miguel, he's a videographer. And um, he goes like, Nucleo. And we're like, oh shit, that actually sounds like very dope. Like it sounds like hype and strong and huge, you know? And then when we look at the definition of Nucleo, meaning the star of something, the heart of something, you know, the main reason why you're doing things, we're like, whoa, that has a lot of value. And we can play around with that word a lot. And also like in Nucleo, you have an accent. So I feel like we can have a lot of fun, like, in terms of like graphic design, yeah. we have a lot of fun with the accent if we ever like collaborate with people or yeah, whatever. So how many people are in the team right now? Um, we are three co-founders actually right now. Three co-founders. Yeah, I have three partners. Uh, he's from Mexico, Mexico City, which is like one of the capitals, capitals of the Latin music in the world right now. Uh, graphic designer. And he's actually Miguel's cousin, who's the videographer, my other partner. He's from Puebla. I really hope I got that right because he's going to be watching this. <laughs> my partner and like one of the people I love the most, you know, but yeah, videographer. So yeah, man, I, I, I presented the idea. We started st speaking about like what was happening right now in the, in, the, in the Latin industry and in Montreal, everybody getting together and a lot of people like working with each other and Fuego Fuego, all these platforms, you know. So I was like, wow, I've, this is crazy. All these like musicians, they're not working on their own space, each of them, you know, like separately. No, they're actually all working together. They all get along together. And I was like, I don't think we see this in Colombia or Puerto Rico or like other places, to be honest. I feel like this is pretty magic and special. So I feel like even if like we don't have the infrastructure for music in Montreal, uh, I feel like we still can bring something to these people's life, like as Nucleo. Do you wish you would have started Nucleo earlier than starting now? No, it, I don't. I don't think so, man. Because I feel like all the job that we're doing visually today, it's uh, it tells our story. It's a representation visually of like what we have done in the past, the type of like contracts we did in the past all the different industries, like the football industry, the fashion industry, the music industry. Like, I feel like it's a representation of, of all that. And that's why we can give like this quality of image to everything that we're doing right now. So I feel like it's the perfect timing. And also like Latin music is the most, is the biggest like music industry in the world, world right now. Yeah. You know, like you have like Fuego Fuego selling three times more than Metro Metro in the same year, you know, which, which is crazy. Uh, what else? Well, Bad Bunny winning everything, being the top artist from Spotify from like in three years in a row, and it's it's it just it's just crazy, man. And you have like now like a lot of like rich people trying to invest into like the Latin industry, or Ercomun, you know, like trying to connect with like Frikiton 
and Frikiton doing the first Air Commune ever, uh, Latin, like Latin Air Commune, and having the biggest sales and uh, the most people, and it was the biggest like Air Commune they ever did. And they're like extremely happy, you know? So I feel like these are all things that are like are aligned and prove me that now is is the right time. You know, it's is everything is there for us to like do whatever we want. There's like five collective, Latin collective in Montreal right now. You have like Frigiton, uh, which they're like my family. I'm very tight with them. Shout out to them, beautiful people. You have Disconio. Porqueria, Piquete, and these three last collective I said, they're all like queer collective and bro, their taste in reggaeton, it's so good. Yeah. Oh yeah, they have like a Thai community, it's beautiful what they're creating. They all like get along together too. You have an art collective called Flotico, they throw like very nice parties too. And uh, yeah, man, I feel like they're all like doing their thing and we, it's, it's just a big opportunity for us. We just need them, we just need everybody in the Latin industry to keep building and working as hard as they can and innovating and working together. Like we need all this collective to understand that they all need to be doing good so the bigger picture gets better, you know, so the Latin community grows and we build more opportunities for our people. It's no time to be like fighting with each other or co comparing with each other or trying to destroy other people or collectives. No, there's no time for that because like the bigger picture is like where we can all eat and live the life we deserve, you know? So yeah, man, I feel like through all this unity, we can build something very beautiful and uh, change a lot of life, you know, make some dreams come true. That's beautiful. You know, you mentioned community, the word a lot. Yeah. What does community mean to you? Like the word itself? A group of people who feels identified with your story. I mean, since they feel identified, they support it and they want to embrace it too. And I feel like this is something that they want to add to their lap. They're in the right direction, you know? So I think that's what community is, which no. is a beautiful thing so organically and very important, I believe. Yeah. I mean, being able to help each other, lift each other up, right? Grow with each other. I mean, yeah. what else can you really want from your circle? Mm -hmm. Have you had a community in the past that helped you grow or, um, expanded you yeah definitely i think like we 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 actually grow communities when we're very young i feel like your friends are your first community you know? yeah yeah so i feel like when i was a kid like being a football player you know soccer please um being a football player i feel like a lot of like people from my school will feel like identified because i was performing well and they wanted to know more and and they will be close to me and go ask me to to go practice with them and give them feedback. So since a very young age, I feel like we've been like growing like communities around us. Through photography, I had a I had a community going on. People like asking for advice about like photography and like it's not much about like the creative side or yeah. like skills. It's more like how to deal with like clients. I'm not the best to talk about it, you know, but I think I have some things I can help some people. Um, how to like deal with clients, how to like give budgets and stuff like that, and my process too. And I feel like that helped. A lot of people like you actually i'm not gonna i'm not gonna name this person okay but you had someone on your podcast who's doing amazing work and he's working with like very big people and i remember my first day as a photographer he was like asking me a lot of questions about it and i i can i plug this person into like people and now he's shooting for like 
crazy brands, you know. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I think true photography, working with uh, no diploma too, understood like a lot of things about like growing, growing uh, a community. You yeah. Know, like building the whole project from scratch with Ben and like uh, seeing how things grow and trying things and making mistakes and and rebranding and redoing, taking a step back and redoing again. I feel like we we both learn a lot from like building a community. And I do believe that that's definitely the most important thing any single business needs to grow in terms if you want to do like great marketing. If you find a way to grow a community, to connect in a human way with your community, you're set. What would be some of like an actionable steps? So for example, you know, you have a new Latin business, okay? And they reach out to you and they're like, hey, I would need help building a community based off your previous experiences. What do you think you would implement in that business? Yeah, I feel um, sometimes where we're like looking to refresh things or innovate, we're looking for answers, you know, and we're looking a little bit too hard when like the answers are, are like literally right, right there, there right yeah. in front of you. So I believe that if I if a client comes to me and he tells me he wants to grow a community and he doesn't know how to and he's been trying to like write these corny fucking captions, you know, like like uh, I don't know, man. Uh, imagine he has like a sandwich business. Yeah. Because like he writes like ah oh, this sandwich that reminds me of my childhood, like something corny like that. You're not gonna build a community right on that. That's just corny, you know. I feel like he's going too far. He's pushing too hard. It's too obvious. I feel like he, we need to sit down with that client, get to know him better, get to know his story, what he wants to communicate, you know? And that's just how you find this, like this, this branding. The answers are just right there, you know? So if you just get to know your client properly, where he comes from, you can find like so many different uh, pieces of content to create for this business, you know, that are like, people are gonna feel more identified, you know? Because I feel like if you made the connection, your pull, but the answer, you're gonna create something very good. I don't know if you get that. I don't get that. Okay, I sell this like water bottle, right? Yeah. Okay, and you're right here with me. Right. Okay, um, my client, the client, he hired me to create a community for him, right? Mm -hmm. And you're just a customer who's coming to the shop. Yeah. You know? So I feel like, for example, I can ask you like, what's the most like funny or beautiful experience you had um, related to to what? Like, let's say coffee. Coffee is more like so. Like, imagine this is coffee right here, you know. So, and I go like, what's like the most beautiful experience you had, like having a coffee with someone, you know, or like most funny. And like, I'm promoting the coffee, right? But you are giving me the content. You are giving me the value of my product right here. You're gonna give me the answer so people can connect. So then you're gonna come with like a very funny story, cool story, beautiful yeah. story. People are gonna find that nice, like human, you know? And that's how you're creating like organic content where like the community is gonna like connect organically with you, with your product. But I'm not even like promoting my product right there. Right. And find a relationship between you, my customer, and my product that is real. That's beautiful. Yeah, no, 100% that makes sense. That makes sense. No, that's great. Yeah, so essentially you're, um, if I could explain, that would be you're trying to get people to connect with the product rather than telling them this is the product in front of you, buy this yeah. type of thing. True. It's just, it's always, it always comes to like tell people stories, man. Telling stories. Yeah, we're storytellers, man. We're just storytellers. I feel like that's the way to connect with people. That's the way to grow a nice community. Just telling people stories. Listen, I I experienced a lot of things in my life, yes, but at some point I don't have nothing, like, nothing else to say. 
you know? So I feel like I can find more in you than in me for whatever I want to build a product that I want to sell. So. I mean, essentially, that's what we're kind of doing. We're telling stories. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you always, for your clients, you, you always need to pro like provide different products that respect like different aspects. So you always need like these very commercial, like visual. Yeah. And these very like visual that has a lot of value and it's very meaningful and connects with the people. And these like uh, more like, educational, like type of like content about the product. So they understand where the product comes from and how it's made. So I feel like if you communicate these, if you use these three different aspects to obtain or do marketing, I feel like it's a very nice formula. It's a good formula and it works out very well. Would you say Nucleo is a creative agency? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So, you know, I this, this is coming from an outsider perspective. A lot of people open agencies simply because it makes a lot of money or it mm -hmm. can. Um, you started Nucleo, uh, Nucleo pretty recently too with your yeah. co-founders. How have you been able to get so many clients? Just building the right formula, man. I'm not saying that we have the perfect formula, but I feel like putting work out there, man, and being out there and connecting with people and talking to people and knowing what to say and to be at the right place. I feel like that's all very important. You know, you cannot just be like behind, behind your computer and like sending thousands of emails and getting contracts as thousands of emails because we know how that goes you know yeah it's, it's a lot of like time that's gonna be wasted so i feel like when you are there physically with people i feel like that's the right way to connect with people you know um yeah man i i, I don't know man i feel like things just being flowing but like we've been, we've been like putting a lot of time into it so sometimes when you put a lot of time to something there is something somewhere somewhere else that it's being created you know so i feel it's like a it's like a love life of attraction. If you put time into it, you're going to attract things too, you know, that yeah. you're really looking for. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like just being at the right places and connecting with people and knowing what to say and like communicating value and communicating what, what, what we really want to do and, and getting better at it all the time and giving, giving each other like feedback, like in the team about like every single production, about like every single mistake we made so we don't make them, so we make things better. I feel like those things are just gonna attract more and more and more people. But honestly, bro, I met Miguel magically, man. We started getting so many gigs. We met, we built this beautiful like friendship. We share the same humor, like same like friendship values and uh, work ethic too. Like we were both like workaholics, you know, we're like very ambitious too. But uh, suddenly, bro, we started getting like a lot of gigs, man. And we're like, oh shit, okay, let's. I think maybe let's do things properly, you know, because there's something happening. Yeah, it just yeah. happened, bro. But it's not like it happened, and we're just in, like in our couch, like watching Netflix, right. you know. No, we've been putting time to work a lot and innovating and trying new things, you know. Nothing comes easy, you know. It takes time. What's been um, the biggest lesson you have learned? ever since starting Nucleo? Man, I feel like every single lesson been, they have been like so important, man. Because, you know, by little, little steps, you go where you want to go, you know? Yeah. But the biggest lesson, bro, I've been learning a lot about like how to be more organized so I don't get overwhelmed and it doesn't stress me out because I think if I don't take care of my mind and my peace and my mental health, like how I'm feeling, I'm not going to be able to deliver because that's where like the ideas come from. And that's what you get to meet when you meet me physically too, like a very healthy brain, you know? So I feel like uh, 
learning more about like organization and like putting placing things and tasks and all that like having like a right schedule and using your schedule properly you know I feel like you brought a lot of peace to my life and I don't feel that overwhelmed anymore. And it's crazy because nuclear is new, right? So maybe like yeah, a good. month ago I was crazy overwhelmed. Or you have no idea, you know? So yeah, so I, I was like, no, I need to change something. And we, we spoke about it, you know? And uh, yeah, I feel like that, that peace right there has no prize, man. Uh, but, What's your um, day-to-day looking like? Uh, okay, I wake up. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, I think, um, I think, yeah, waking up and then, um, you know, getting ready, my little workout, my little breakfast, da, da, da. and so workout is a priority. Definitely, okay. yes, a hundred percent. Because I feel like when you take your little cold shower and you do your little workout, your mind is like more ready to whatever that's coming. You You're know? taking cold showers too? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Nice, nice. I don't know how I'm gonna do this winter though, but we'll see how it no, goes. I... But game changer, man. Yeah, I feel oh, that. Oh wow! You're stepping in. Like, how cold is it? Cold. Like, I don't start the shower cold. Okay, okay. I'm not a psychopath like that, man. Okay, okay. Not okay. yet. Yeah. But, but no. you, you're trying to get there, though. Are no, you? not no? even, man. Nah, fuck no. I don't want to start my shower, like, cold, like, right away. No, no, no. I start my shower, like, you know. Cold-ish. Just and then... chill. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. And then, then I go, like, uh, mm, Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I start screaming. Right. But, yeah, that wakes you up like crazy. Uh... I do not like working from home and I don't like working from nobody's home. It makes me so sleepy. It makes me so hungry all the time. And I can eat like four or five meals a day, you know, so it's not good for anything. For his kitchen is not good and whatever. But uh, yeah, it makes me sleepy. So I like going to like cafes, like workspace and stuff like that. I feel like I feel more stimulated. I like seeing people around and movement. I feel like it wakes me up and gives me a nice vibe, but I can go from 8 a.m. to midnight, literally, you know. Oh, you can go from 8 a.m. to midnight? A hundred percent, yeah. Because I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I had like three, four meetings. Then it's like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. But if it's just like planning, editing, working, sanding, boom, 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 like brainstorming. Oops, sorry, Mike. Brainstorming, uh, I think I can go for hours and hours and hours. At some points because like, okay, I need to go back home, you know. And then when I go back home, I cannot just shower and go to sleep. I can't do that. If I go home, like, I'm going to shower, but I need to do something before I go to sleep. Because I, if I don't do something before I go to sleep, I get so stimulated because of, like, work and projects, you know, and all these nice people that, are, like, that energy right there is going to, if I don't put into something after work, I'm going to feel, like, anxious. I'm going to be like, ah, oh, so much energy. I need to give it, and there's nothing to do. I'm just going to go to sleep. I can't. And what is it that you're doing? When I finish work? Yeah. I don't know, man. See my friends. Nice. I I, see, I think I, I see my friends or talk about like other things or joke around or like go for food, uh, go for walks. Um, yeah, man, I feel like different things, you know, uh, watch a movie too. Where is it that you're going? Like in terms of cafe and workspaces, do you have like set places? you? Because I'm literally trying to do the same thing. I change all the time, man. Huh? I'm always changing. Always changing? Yeah. That's what I, people tell me. It's fun, man, because you get a different vibe, different energy. So I feel like it fits your life and your creativity and your culture, you know? So I've been going to this Persian cafe on Sherbrooke in the NDG called Torange. Lovely Persian people. Um, It's so nice. They have like a nice seats. It's cozy. It's dark. So for editing, it's very good. And they have Persian food, which is like one of my favorite foods in the world. Uh, they have like Persian breakfast. And the main dishes and like it's delicious. But right? then you don't have the second monitor. What do you mean? 
Oh, I don't, I don't need it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Not for now. This conversation was simply just so I can find a new cafe. Come and come, come by, man. It's, uh, it's a very cool one, man. But yeah, it's either cafes or sometimes I go to bars to work to, to a bar with like a little drink or, or a shisha bar too. I don't know, man. That's amazing. Different dynamic. Sweet. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try that. Um, you started freelancing in 2017 then, right? No, I started free. Oh, freelancing, like not full time, you mean? Um, like you started photography, art directing, and just being a creative person with actual project. I think it was in 15. 2015? Yeah. Wow. But it was not a thing back then. I just wanted to like document my life. Like take photos of like place I was going, my friends, parties and fashion stuff like that. But it was not a thing. But I would get gigs from here and there. But I was a waiter, you know. So that was that would be like an extra money, but like a passion. And it just got rebranded by itself. People started calling me like uh, they gave him like an artist name and stuff like that. I was like, whoa, what's going on? I so, feel like you're very good at getting gigs simply because you're no. able to connect <laughs> with people. Oh. Uh, I, I think I am good. I'm actually good at like connecting with people. Actually, I think um, it's uh, it's it's pretty easy because I feel like I I like being present yeah. when I meet people. So giving my hundred percent to the person and not being like they're talking to me, and being like you know I like to to be there and because you you get um, a better experience. You get more you love all, from the always experience. been like that. I think so. Yeah. Um, no, I was a very anxious shy guy before maybe like i started being more confident and connected with myself when i was maybe like uh 24 yeah something like that before that was shy so how did how were you able to like go from the shy kid to you know someone who so are you getting energy from people now would you say that uh yeah i definitely get energy from the people who's uh, around me for sure so you would be an extrovert then yeah i, th I think I think when I started doing art and I find I found like an identity because before I used to play football, right? Football, there's like so many players in a team and, uh, and it would be football, football, football. No time to like socialize, no time to experience life, to, to leave, to like travel, to try this, to learn how to do this or that, you know? So like, it was just like football all the time in a field, which I love, you know? But then when I jumped into a new world and I stopped playing football, I decided to stop my career. Um, I started experimenting a lot of things, man. And when I started doing photography and I found like an identity and that people were liking it, I was like, oh, wow, that comes from me. That comes from my story, from my past, from things that I've seen and heard, you know? So I found it like fascinating. So I just embraced that confidence right there, you know? And uh, I guess it's my life and I own it, you know? So it's up to me what I want to experience or not. Do you still remember your first project, photography project? First photography project. Think. with a professional camera you mean because my first like yeah something you actually got paid for <laughs> pay for uh like uh like kind of big still uh no the first time you got paid for to do something creative hmm man i think one of the first times was when i a friend of mine called lucho he he created like a photography uh collective and uh he got me to shoot High Classified back in the days. Um, those photos turned out like very well. I was paid for it. I don't think, I don't know if it was my first gig. I don't think so, man, because I was a little like reaching out to so many people and little brands and no, actually, no. I think I shot for no diploma before that, actually. And I remember that he didn't like it then. 
He didn't like it? No, and, and I loved it. But like, we just had like different, like, like there was no right way to do it, you know? Like he had his style, had my style. Yeah. I didn't like his style, he didn't like my style. So we had to find like a middle ground between yeah. both, you know? And like, we found a, a middle ground and we built what we built. But, um, but yeah, I can't remember, man. So oh. Memory sucks so much, you have an idea. <laughs> yeah, dude, honestly, same. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, same. I don't re even remember what I had for breakfast. Yeah, oh shit, that's bad. <laughs> no, I, I mean, uh, I that's do, bad. but okay. So how, uh, what is the difference between the Aldo that shot for no diploma mm -hmm. to Aldo shooting for current Leagues Cup or? I can tell you a funny story from one of the first shoots. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one of my first shoots was for Bench. Oh the yeah, I saw brand. that on Google. Yeah, and um, that was my very first shoot for them. You know, and I got like 15, 20 models, which were like all my friends. I had so much clothes, but like I had no budget, I had no car. You know, like they were paying me after they they got the the, the shots. That's something I don't do anymore. Now they pay me like fifty percent before. You know, but uh, I had like no money. You know, and uh, I had to transport like the clothing rack in the in the metro actually in the subway oh wow no way yeah 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 all the way from st henry to rosemont station and then bro i didn't give a fuck man i was literally just like That's sitting awesome. on my phone i think i have like a picture of it i can send to you yeah dude that'd be amazing um but yeah i was just carrying my rock had like 20 models there all my friends and we got like drinks beers it was so fun man but that was a funny it was one of my first shoots as you can tell. And uh, to reply to your question, like the Aldo that was shooting before and now I feel like I'm more confident now and have so much more peace because I know what I'm doing and um, I know how to become friends, like friends with my models and my clients so we get like an organic product and the experience more beautiful too. Make people feel comfortable. Yeah, because I'm confident now. Yeah. You know? I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm going. I know how to do things. But it's, that's what, six, seven natural. years of experience? More? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Seven, eight years, something like that. Yeah. It just it just feels more natural, man. So I have more peace when I'm doing and enjoy more, you know, so. Have you ever wanted to quit photography? Uh, Yeah, for sure. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> so what kind of kept you going? Mm. I mean, you've been doing the same thing well, for like I took, seven, I, eight I took, years. I took like breaks and stuff like that. I think it's a... Uh, it's a common like problem that a lot of artists have like at that point where you're like you see your friends like growing up you know and they're like in late 20s early 30s whatever and they're making like tons of money and buying houses and this and that you know but they're doing like shitty ass like jobs like very boring jobs and all that stuff and you get frustrated because you're like yo i want to have a family too you know i want to have a house and get married you know and just at the end of the day that's my goal you know to have my family and be happy Same. with my wife and my house and have that that freedom to to enjoy them and see them grow and live beautiful th things with them you know but like how realistic it is to make that come true through like art and photography you know so i think it's to it's it's definitely normal to like feel frustrated sometimes and i'm like no i'm quitting i'm gonna do something else i'm gonna like jump into something but i feel like it's more about like being frustrated which is like very good stress it's like positive stress and innovating and opening more doors and not just relating in the photography selling things that learning how to do like different things so you can like get more gigs you know and be smarter about it and how you market your thing how things take like less time you know so yeah if someone ever felt like quitting their art it's totally okay take a break and just like innovate and open doors do different things you know but it's completely normal to feel stressed and feel pressured by society yeah because i mean if you're going to invalidate those feelings then it's going to make things worse would mm -hmm. you agree yeah 
How totally. how long was your longest break? I'm a very emotional man, uh, so I can be like, I'm taking a break, and two days later, my break is yeah, gone. same. You know, I'm very emotional. <laughs> Literally same. You know? So I I can't remember how long it was, but. I was still always taking photos. Yeah, I yeah, never it's, really stopped. Would you say it's like part of you now? Definitely, I love documenting. Yeah, yeah. So, what does it mean to document? Because when I think of documenting, it's like showing behind the scenes. How mm. would you describe like documenting something? It depends what you want to document. You want to document the steps of something, which is like behind the scene, or you want to create an experience with your documenting. Mm. I like to create an experience where like people can feel the energy of whatever that was happening and see all the elements that created that experience too, you know? So it's a mix of like installation and entertaining, you know, like if there were dancers, these singers and painters and flowers and fires and bombs, and you know, if like documenting those things and also like showing the energy and the reaction of, of the people. I feel like documenting is just like giving a visual experience to people who could not be there so they can feel it to understand it, you know? That's a very good way to explain. Or just like, yeah. I mean, that sounds beautiful in general. Um, you. you said one of your passions is actually love. What does that mean? Like we were saying before, when you meet someone and you're you're like 100% present there, you know, I feel like love is the nucleus of things pretty much, you know, because that's where everything starts, man. That's where you get the energy to do things right. That's where you get the energy to, to find solutions to problems because there's love for it, to like, accept mistakes you have done in the past and like fix it um and that's also like i feel like there's a lot of things bad things around us and negativity you know so when you keep love in your mind you kind of blind those things a little bit you know you don't get distracted by it because you're just focusing on love and the beauty the positivity around us and people and uh, you know you can give me like a very negative you can do like a very bad action and a very good action you know and it's up to me to decide if i stick to the bad one or the good one you know and it takes the same substance in your brain to take that one or that one, you know, to love yeah. or hate. It's the exact same substance. So I feel like when you choose love, life is just way easier and more beautiful, man. Yeah, I mean, that's why um, optimism is like so important. Yeah, seeing good in everything. Type it of gives you like an extra boost, that extra energy that you need to do things when you're tired, you know, like, I don't, you don't get tired, man. It's weird. Yeah, but because you're in love with the process yeah. of what you're doing, which is, I mean, that, that's a win in life in general, yeah. I think, at least. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely relate to like, you know, seeing your friends who, uh, who went in college and like now they have houses or mortgages and whatever, and like being a creative, because you're kind of like earning on the go as well. Yeah, yeah. Is that something that like motivates you to like keep pushing? Yeah, I think... I think, uh, like I said, like having my family push me a lot and seeing my, my parents, my siblings in a better place to uh, my friends around me because those are the people that makes me happy at the end of the day, you know, like giving that energy. So like to see them happy and help them with that, I feel like it's going to make me happy too. So it's going to bring like happiness. So um, what is it something that you have learned? Well, something from your culture that you implement every day in life and something you would like others to implement as well you're not giving any advice but you're just saying like the, i i don't want you to think of this as an advice but like mm -hmm. something beautiful from your culture that others should implement as well i think treating people like family yeah trying to treat treat people around you like families is is a bad family is very big in, in my culture mm -hmm. you know and i feel like when you go to 
in Latin America, you people are very welcoming. You know, they welcome you. And they don't have nothing to give, and they're gonna give you everything they have. You know, and they're gonna be like, you come to my house and come have some like soup and food. You know, and they're gonna treat you so well. Mi casa, um, su casa, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. My house is your house. Yeah, yes, uh, yeah, got it right. But yeah, I think treating people like they were your family, it's it's amazing. You know, keeping it real. You know. Of course, you're going to be treating everybody like it's your family if like, they don't deserve it, but... You're very close to your family. Yeah, and my friends too. Why is it that you think you have been able to build these relationships with people, such as like you can almost call your friends your brothers, but others can't? Like others have a hard time having friends and having that community. I know, of course, you're not going to have all the answers, but like what have you kind of done? I think energy, man. I think like... When you share the same frequency of energy, I feel like things match very well, you know, but also like their their values, their loyal values and all that stuff, you know. Of course, like if there is someone in my life who I love a lot and that person start like not bringing me nothing to my life and bringing me just down and mm-hmm. nothing positive, like I'm just going to follow my instinct, you know, and the love that I'm going to give is not going to be the same because of course I'm going to always be nice and give love you know but do i want that around my life is that gonna help me to grow and feel in peace and feel better and be a better person is that person really bringing good stuff to my life i don't i don't think so so naturally you just lose you, you lose interest into these people and you just don't see them that often i guess gotcha it's a hypothetical question but a, a bit of a weird question too yeah. but um what if your family was bringing like negative energy in your life there's people in my family who brought bad shit to my life and i just i don't treat them that much fair enough that's yeah. simple you know mm-hmm. people who in my fa- it's not because he's my family that okay you're going to paradise you're good yeah you know, no, man. if you if you kill someone you kill someone you know right that's bad period you know it's not because you're my family that you're okay it's okay you can yeah. do whatever you want you know i'm gonna love you forever and that's not how it works at the end of the day it's respect and loyalty you know and yeah um who is what is something that has influenced your work a lot it could be here let me be more specific what project or brand or anything has influenced your work and or your creative work in general Mm, no brand no product i think two things i would say mistakes which are experience and competition competition yeah competition is fucking great word yeah yeah seeing like the biggest like visual artists out there and businessmen like doing big things inspiring me and being like wow okay i need to i need to do better shit that's so cool how they did this oh wow let's try it out you know like i feel like at the end of the day that's the only thing that can like uh make your art be better you know yeah healthy having a a healthy relationship with competition is great for your art that's amazing your business yeah and yeah would you what was i going with this did you always have this mindset was mm. there a time where you were competing with your friends i never felt like a negative energy from competition because i do me and my product is very authentic and, and nobody can do it like i do i'm not saying it's the best product i'm just saying that nobody can do what aldo does because it's aldo's product and it's fucking authentic what was that cafe's name uh Torange. Because my question was, <laughs> what place has influenced your work recently? Place? Yeah. Home. Home? Yes. I don't like working from home, but I feel like that influence works so much, man. I uh, I recently moved and um, I just feel so much peace where I live. I feel like so much peace. The lighting is just great. 
at night during the day, the artistic design and the neighborhood. Oh man, it makes me feel great. Where are you living? Uh, NDG. NDG is close to like Vandom Station, West Mount and all that. Oh, I see. That's far. Um, I guess so. But not really, man. What person has influenced your work? This guy called, this businessman called, he's an entrepreneur from Miami called Lex Borrero. Lex Borrero, he's from Colombia. Okay. And uh, he works in the music industry. industry. He runs a company called Neon 16. And uh, what they do is insane, man. Like, it's it's just crazy. And uh, he he been through so much. He been through, like, so many sacrifices, you know. And I feel so identified with him. Like, so many no's, so many, I don't believe you. So many, like, nah, it's not going anywhere. Like, I don't believe in your vision. No answers. Like, I've been through that, too, you know. I feel like we struggle a lot, too. And seeing him, like doing the things that he's doing today and being like one of the biggest pieces of like the music industry in the world. He worked like in Toronto with like the weekend, Drake and all the people, but now he has his own thing in Miami. I think it's a dream to work with him and uh, he taught me so much, man. He's he's good because like all his like videos are like very short and clear and simple. Short, clear, simple, short, clear, simple, boom, 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 boom. So you're like, you learn so fast from any video he puts out there when he's speaking about like the industry and work and stuff like that, you know? So yeah, Alex Porrero is someone who being like, he been like a mentor lately. You can relate to him because uh, the story that both of you guys have, it's the a little struggle. similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. many times. What what is the? Because you mentioned like, um, I kind of want to go back to this, and I'm gonna assume. So you have heard a lot of notes in your lifetime. Like I sent so many emails and no, 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 till this day. All the contracts I got, it was like through social media, putting things out there, finding like genuine ways of like connecting with people, being at the right places, like being physically there, literally. What was an example um, of a project that you really wanted to work on and you were able to get to, you were able to get to work on it? When we interviewed Kid Super uh, yeah. during the pandemic, I think it was fun because there's like a whole process yeah it was just not like it super woke up and like oh i dream about these guys i'm gonna do an interview with them you know and it wasn't like that like we actually did like a whole thing a strategy and uh the strategy was so easy i did the toilet paper like challenge you're just like playing with the toilet paper and doing like move and stuff like that and i did it with a kid super like jersey on and you tag him so we attract his attention he replied so we opened the conversation and they were like okay, yo, we need to do a flyer and this and that. So we sent it to him. He was like, yeah, let's do it. So it was it was like a very fun way of like getting That's into awesome. the yeah. creation of that. Something I can learn from that too. Yeah, yeah how yeah. you were able to have a conversation yeah, with I feel, I feel like, you and Ben. I feel like it's always like finding the right ways to like connect with people, man. Just And it's always like something so simple and friendly and human and chill, you know? Yeah. Not everybody likes those like pitch decks and those press kits and all this stuff, you know? Yeah. It's uh, it's not intimidating, but it's like, oh, it's another guy, another press guy, another, like, why should I work with you? Give me a reason. And when we did this, like, right away, hit the heart, hit so the spot. what is it that attracted you to come here and have the conversation? Um, I think it's cool, man, finding, like, different platforms to, like, uh, communicate things because, like, who knows who's watching this? Who knows who needs this? Who knows who feels like maybe quitting? He's going to get something from this and he's going to like keep going. And I'm sure like there's a lot of people who watch your podcast and other podcasts and like they become something huge in life, man. And thanks to that podcast, I feel like 
what you're creating right here, bro, is like a very important platform, man, because you're bringing a lot of value to to people who might need it. Oh, I appreciate it. And yeah, um, trying to communicate, you know? Yeah, so Aldo, imagine you have a billboard that can capture all the creatives' attention in the world. What message would you display on that billboard? I think that we need to put more focus into kids' education. So how, what would you write or how would that billboard look like? That's interesting, though. I give this idea because it's like the the biggest idea I ever had, and I had yeah. like six, seven years, like five hundred messages on like no Instagram way. and managers, and I'm fucking annoying. I stopped doing that a while ago, but if I show you, you can go for hours. I look like a loser, literally. Five hundred messages, but, yeah, but bro, that's, happen, that's what impresses happen. me, though. Like that's that's what I'm saying. Like, He's the only guy who I actually messaged and I was like, no, I really want to work with you, you know. But, yeah. Bro, I message everybody and I'm like a shameless person. I'm like following up as well after a couple of days. And I think that's what you got to do to yeah. get these people's attention. And, and you're manifesting too, you know? Sorry? And like I said, you're manifesting. Like I said, maybe yeah. you're messaging like Bad Bunny and you're putting a lot of time into it, but like you're going to get something else that is very big too. And yeah. It's because of that effort there. It's like a spiritual world we live in but yeah. coming back to the kids idea i feel like it would be an ad focus into like giving better education to like kids and understanding how important they are and that uh, on the world one day and that they are the only solution and heroes of this true world you know so i would create an ad where like kids just shine a lot different personalities different things and they're just shining you love the concept of having a family so is that kind of like your end goal or like is that your goal in life something or is that something you're looking forward to having kids of your own oh oh yeah of course yeah i want to have four kids four kids you said yeah and if possible just girls nice maybe one guy so i can see if he feels like playing football you know yeah of course you're gonna see like that playing they're gonna be like i want to play full like my dad yes sir let's do it yeah yeah that's awesome man but that's a two people decision yeah yeah anything else you you want to add to this conversation i just want to say that only true unity and putting the ego on the side and looking at the better the the bigger picture is only through unity that we're gonna like build those dreams and really get where we would like to be and where we think we deserve to be you know so i just everybody that feels that there is like competition out there take it in a positive way if they do something good better than your work well try to do something better than them and work together, man. Work together because like that whole concept of being the hero of the, or the face of the brand, it's bullshit. We need a team, we need to work together, you know, like three, four people, like they're gonna come with a better idea than just one person, you know? So don't waste time into like fighting and like comparing yourself and like educate yourself, protect your peace, spread love and unity, man. Keep working together, man. Do what you have to do to work together. And, and even if you don't like someone, man, just keep it professional maybe and look at the bigger picture because maybe looking at the bigger picture is going to give you the love to start liking that person. So We can put all that on the billboard above the kids' education. Yeah, forget about the kids. <laughs> uh, no, that's awesome. No, and um, Aldo, if other creatives want to get in touch with you, um, what are some of the easiest ways to start a um, conversation? Wait, did I can just that? send me a message, man. I reply to all my DMs. Yep, you do. 24 you hours, do. but you know. This might be like a therapist session for both of us. Yeah, man. Yeah. It was actually very great, to be honest with you, man. No, I appreciate it, man. I hope you had fun. Yeah, definitely. I hope uh, 
were you able to kind of converse about everything you kind of wanted to talk about? I think we touched like every single topic that I could have communicated, you know. As I say, I'm not, I'm not the perfect sample for nothing, but as a journey, you know? Yeah, as long as you had fun, man, that's, that's yeah, definitely. See you soon, Aldo. Thank you, bro. Bam.